Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X, and I just want to open up in prayer this morning. Father, I come to you today, Lord, knowing that you are our King and our Lord, that you reign over all creation, Father, and we just honor you today for who you are, Yahweh, the great and mighty King, hallelujah, from eternity beginning to eternity end, you reign on high, O Lord, and I would just ask today, Father, that you will bless all those who hear my voice, Father, in every situation, in every way, all those who are of you, Father, and I just ask that you even bring those unto salvation who do not yet know you, Father. So this is my desire today, that your will be done in me and through me, O Lord. I ask you to speak, my King, speak through me, and I ask you in the name of our Lord Yeshua to do these great works. Amen. Throughout this earth, there's a great deal of suffering. You turn on the news, you go on the internet, there's a lot of people out there in pain. There are brothers and sisters in the faith suffering for their faith. There are those who are being tortured those who are being violated in their bodies, those who are even dying for the testimony of Yeshua. There are those who are suffering in countries and lacking in food and water. There are those who are suffering from sickness and disease, war, pestilence. There are those who are suffering because of their race, religion, color, gender. And just everywhere we look, there's suffering of some sort. And there are those who seem to have it all together. But in some way, they're suffering. Maybe they endured physical or sexual abuse as a child. I was thinking on this past few days because a friend of mine, a young lady, very dear to me, and she called me the other that the other night and she was crying and this is very common for her when she calls me to call me crying because as a teenage girl in high school, one evening she was coming home and a strange man came up behind her. She did not know him. And he grabbed her and pulled her to a secluded area and sexually assaulted her. She made it home crying, devastated about what just happened to her. She told her parents what happened. Her parents did not call the police. They did not take her to the hospital. They did not comfort her, but they just told her to never speak of this incident again. Now she's in her mid to late 30s, and she's still suffering from this traumatic experience. 
she calls me up and we talk. I minister to her. She cries and it breaks my heart because she's suffering. In this world, there is suffering. And you who are listening, you may be suffering through something now, maybe a physical illness. I myself, I have an inflamed muscle on my, my right thigh right now, and I'm dealing with that to bring down the inflammation, and it, and it hurts, especially when I'm sitting and I go to stand up. There's pain. But I know that it's a temporary pain. But there's other things I'm dealing with even in my own self, some things that have happened to me in the past, even as a child. Dealing with a lack of not being loved, a sense of abandonment by my father after my parents' divorce. There were some things taken out on me by family members. There were some emotional and verbal abuse and sometimes even physical physical abuse against me. And I'm learning to forgive. But it, there's times, especially at night, that these thoughts will come up and I will wake up in a, a mood of anger. And wanting to retaliate, but I know that is not the way of the Lord. I'm just being transparent. And there are many people who are suffering through situations that they have no control over. That is not their fault. There are those who have made mistakes and they're paying a price for that mistake. We've all been there or may be there. But I'm not saying these things to bring you down. I want you to know that you are not alone. That I empathize and relate to your situation in some way, shape, or form. And that we have an all-powerful God who is with us. You may like feel like giving up. You may be willing right now to even turn your back on the Lord and walk away from him, from his people. You may even have thoughts of taking your own life right now. And I want to encourage you not to give up, but endure as a child of the living God. For we will see victory. We will see the glory of the Lord. We will enter into that rest. Hold on, child. Hold on, brother or sister. The Lord loves you, and I love you. Don't give up. And I was thinking of these things and talking to this young lady and naturally I thought of the man we call Job in the scripture and how things were going so well for him. He was a godly man. He loved the Lord and the Lord knew that and the Lord said, said he was one of his great servants, a faithful servant. The Lord praised him. 
But Satan watched him and was angry at his godliness, and he wanted to destroy him, but he couldn't because the Lord had a hedge of protection around Job. The Lord protects his people. And so they came with the, the servants of God, the angels. The scriptures, the sons of God, came before the Lord, and Satan was among them. And the Lord asked him where he had been. He said, to and fro throughout the earth. And the, him and the Lord got into a conversation about Job. And Satan said that the Lord would take that hedge of protection off of him and allow suffering. Job would curse him. And so the Lord gave Satan a certain amount of authority in Job's life. To afflict him, but he could not kill him. And we're going to re- start reading um, from the book of Job, chapter 2, verse 7. It says, So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took for himself a pot shard with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? And all this, Job did not sin with his lips. So Job, he's done nothing wrong. Man who honors the Lord in his life. Things are going good. He has a wife, many children. He has cattle. He has wealth. He has servants. And he has the Lord. And the Lord allows Satan himself to enter in Job's life and allows him to afflict Job but not kill Job. And so Job is now struck with all these boils from Satan all over his body. And he's scraping these boils off his body. It's very painful. I don't even like to think about him sitting there scraping his own skin. He's suffering and his wife sees him suffering. Instead of being a supportive wife, she tells him to curse God and die. Wow. And he tells her, you speak as one of the foolish women. That is foolishness. To curse God? But Job held on to his faith and his integrity and his love for the Lord. He did not curse his heavenly father even in the midst of his pain for he knew where the pain was coming from. It came from the enemy, not from the Lord. And the Lord was showing showing himself strong through Job. It looks like this is wrong that the Lord allowed this even though he didn't bring it, he allowed it. 
And some people will think, well, God loved him so much, and Job was such an honorable man and, and, and honored the Lord, and the Lord was pleased with him. Why would he allow something like this to happen? Because the Lord knew what he had created, and he knew this man. Even in adversity, even in pain, even during his greatest suffering, would honor the Lord above all. He put the Lord first. Not his own suffering, not his own needs, not his own wants or desires, but he kept the Lord first. And the Lord showed to all the fallen angels and Satan himself that this man was truly a man of God. And Satan did some other things to this man. All of Job's children were killed. He lost all his cattle and wealth. His health health deteriorated. You had his wife speaking foolishness. And even his friends came along. And they were not very supportive either. They were not the best of friends. But Job maintained his integrity. And he maintained his love of the Lord. Even in the midst of his suffering, he stayed focused on the one who loved him above all, who loved him and kept him. So after the time of suffering, and the Lord showed Satan himself that this was a man that even in the midst of suffering would not turn his back on the Lord. Job received double portion of everything he lost. His health. He had double the amount of children, wealth, cattle, servants. Everything he had lost, he received back and double. Because he honored the Lord in the time of his suffering. And Job said something very powerful. He said, Do we not receive good from God, but also do we not accept adversity? In other words, he was saying, you're you're happy about receiving the blessings of the Lord. But then when adversity comes in your life, you're not willing to endure. Do you only serve the Lord in the good times? Will you serve the Lord in the times of suffering? There are many people out there that serve the Lord during suffering. Here in the United States, we're still able to worship openly in the public eye. For how long is that going to last? I don't know. But there's other nations right now where people cannot worship the Lord in public. They would go out and have a, a tent crusade and gather a lot of people into buildings to worship the Lord and pray and sing, they would be killed. Worshiping the Lord openly is a death sentence to many believers throughout the nations. 
but they worship him anyway. They worship him in secret, knowing if they're found out, it will cost them their lives, but they still endure. There are those who have been found out, have been beaten, thrown in prison, killed for their faith, and they never stop praising the Lord. It broke my heart when I saw a video of a young woman who was in a nation that did not agree with worshiping our Lord. And a huge group of people were attacking her, they were hitting her, they were pushing her, knocked her on the ground, started kicking her. Then they threw a liquid on her and set her on fire. They put this on video. And I saw this and I turned it off and I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, I, I wouldn't even watch that video. That's, that's just disgusting, and I, I don't want to see that. But I watched it because I saw a child of God honoring the Lord, not a woman being beaten and killed, burned alive, but I saw a woman of integrity in the Lord willing to honor him even in the midst of great, great, great suffering. It was such a horrific death. But in honesty, it was a triumphant life. She overcame that suffering, and she received a crown of glory. We look at it, and we're disgusted, and we should be. But the Lord looked at it, and he wept, and he honored her. She's not with us here in this world, but she's at rest now. And she will receive a crown of glory. A martyr is the highest position you can have in his kingdom. Not a pastor, a prophet, but martyr is the greatest thing in his kingdom. the suffering that she endured, the suffering that many endure like that and maintain their integrity and honor the Lord even in the midst of danger and suffering. As did Job. One of my prayers is that if it comes down to that for me, that I will keep my integrity and honor the Lord even in the midst of great suffering. Help us, Father. Help us. And our Lord Yeshua, he maintained his integrity in the midst of his suffering. He came to suffer. He was born to take upon all sin, all sin from all men. Just that alone almost killed him in the garden. But the Lord had to send angels to strengthen him. He was he was sweating blood. And then he was beaten, scourged, had his flesh ripped out, had his beard ripped out, beaten, a crown of thorns forced upon his head. 
Then he was killed by mere mortals. But he came for that purpose. He came to suffer for our sake. We put him, we put him to death because of our sins. We all have the blood killed. He suffered for all of us and because of all of us. If you would, these are following in the scripture, turn to Hebrews chapter 12, starting the first verse. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking in unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, the Lord, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. So the Lord endured great suffering, taking on all the sins of mankind. None of us will ever endure that where we have taken on every single sin of every single person, something we will never experience. But the Lord took upon all that sin. Then he was beaten by sinners, tortured, maimed, and then crucified. But he kept his integrity and he, he endured because of the joy set before him, knowing that we would come to salvation. He saw me coming to salvation and, and preaching the gospel. He saw all of you who have come to him. He saw this coming. He saw all the people who after that point came unto salvation and those yet to come. He's seen us all, all that will come to call him Lord as he endured all that pain, all that suffering. He looked past the suffering, despising the shame, and he saw us that will come to know him and come unto salvation and be set free in the Lord and that we will worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords and enter into his kingdom. And so he endured that pain for us. Now will we endure the pain to preach his kingdom? Will we allow aches and pains in the body? Will we allow sufferings in the past? Will we allow the abuse that we suffer? Will we allow finances and sickness? To hinder us, or will we endure our times of suffering and press on? Lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul, remember that the Messiah Himself, God in the flesh, endured great suffering. 
And in this, understand in his suffering, he's able to empathize with us. He's able to relate in our sufferings when we go through something and we think, oh, the Lord doesn't understand. Remember what the Messiah endured. He does understand the suffering, the pain, the physical pain, more than any of us could ever understand. And the father had to turn his back on his son when he became sin for all mankind. For the first time, the two were separated. Our father endured the pain of having to separate and turn his back on the son who he loved. And the son had to endure seeing his father turn away from him as it became sin for all mankind. Then he died. And out of his great love for us, he rose again in the newness of life, having conquered death and sin. For our sake, he suffered. Remember this. When you feel weary and weak and you feel like you cannot endure any more pain and your pain is real and I empathize, let us look to our Messiah because of the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Yeshua endured the pain and suffering because he had great joy in him knowing that there will come a day that he will celebrate with all those who believed upon him and followed after him and took up their cross. They died to themselves to enter into his kingdom and into his presence. They overcame the suffering in the world because our Messiah has overcome the world. So shall we endure Endure the suffering because at the finish line, there's a crown waiting for all of us. Our King and His Messiah are waiting for us. And His Spirit leads us and is with us to give us strength to endure, to show us the way. This situation is not hopeless. For in Him we hope. Be strong. Hold on to the Lord. And remember the suffering that our Messiah, our Savior, Yeshua, endured for the sake of a sinner. That we be called saints and children of the living God. This is why he endured his time of suffering. Remember him. Remember Job, remember the Apostle Paul and all the others who suffered for the glory of the Lord. Remember those throughout the nation of the world now who are enduring pain and hurt, torture and death for the sake of for the sake of the kingdom. Remember all those who are suffering because of heinous crimes against them. Let us remember each other and love one another and pray for one another 
pray for me. Remember Sean Cleveland because he needs prayer too. Be blessed. Be strengthened. Endure. The Lord is for you, so who can be against you? Be strong in his might and in his power and his will. For he loves you. Don't give up. Do not take your life. For he can't give you life and life in abundance. Let us endure together as one. Amen. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. Enduring with you. We'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook. You can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Be strong in faith. Adore all things for the glory of the Lord. And receive your crown. And I love you and the Lord loves you. Amen. Be blessed. Stay strong. Bye-bye.